Malpractice insurance is one of the top expenses for a healthcare provider. And it's one of the most important things they can buy to protect their good name and their bank account. But you might be curious to know which doctors pay the most for their insurance and which ones pay less. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how doctor's malpractice insurance premiums are calculated and the various tiers by specialty to better understand who pays the most and who pays the least when it comes to medical malpractice insurance. Stay tuned. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. If you're new to our channel, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. We release a new episode every week, both on YouTube and your favorite podcast streaming platform, so be sure to like and subscribe to stay connected. All right, let's jump in. For many medical specialties, malpractice insurance pricing is broken into three levels. We have no surgery, minor surgery, and major surgery. The provider's procedures and scope of practice will help the underwriter determine which classification best fits the risk. For example, a dermatologist doing basic sutures and excisions would likely be rated as dermatology no surgery and might pay around $7,000 a year. Whereas a dermatologist doing hair transplants or certain laser procedures might be rated as dermatology minor surgery and may pay around $9,000 a year. Some specialties only fall into one classification based on the nature of their work. Anesthesiology, for example, doesn't have that no minor or major surgery break. There's just one rate for anesthesiology. Orthopedic surgery usually has two classes, one for orthopedics including back and spine procedures and one without. Specialties such as general surgery, OBGYN, or neurosurgery are generally always rated as major surgery, so there's only one rate for those classifications as well. Malpractice insurance premiums fall into a class of business, which is how the underwriter determines your base rate. When you apply for malpractice insurance, the underwriter will look at your training, your board certification, what specialty you've been practicing for the last several years, along with what you're currently doing to determine what classification you belong in. Lower classes pay less, higher classes pay more. For example, an allergist would likely be in a class one, and a neurosurgeon would be in a class nine. Every malpractice insurance carrier has slightly different underwriting guidelines, but most follow a similar structure when it comes to classifying the various types of medical specialties. So let's take a look at some general pricing tiers by specialty. First, we have tier one specialties, and these would be the lowest risk specialties. So we have administrative medicine, forensic medicine, allergy, dermatology, ophthalmology, 
general preventative medicine, PM&R, geriatrics, psychiatry, and nephrology. Next, we step up to tier two, and these are still low, but lower than average risk specialties. In this class, we have hematology, rheumatology, internal medicine, ENT no surgery, pathology, family practice, pediatrics, oncology, and palliative medicine. Now at tier three, these are some of the average risk specialties. Gynecology, gastroenterology, urology no surgery, infectious disease, anesthesiology, hospitalists, neurology no surgery, urgent care, diagnostic radiology, neonatal care, pain medicine, intensive care, and cardiology no surgery. Now we're going to jump to tier four, which are higher than the average risk specialties. Those include interventional radiology, neurology minor surgery, urology major surgery, ENT surgery, colon and rectal surgery, hand surgery, emergency medicine, family practice including obstetrics, gynecology major surgery, orthopedic surgery without back or spine procedures, ENT plastic surgery, and standard plastic surgery. Tier 5 would be the highest risk specialties, so these would be the providers paying the most for their premiums. Those include orthopedic surgery, including back and spine, trauma, thoracic, vascular, cardio, major surgery, OBGYN, bariatric surgery, and neurosurgery. While this isn't an exhaustive list, it should give you a general idea of how malpractice carriers view these various specialties. And again, the underwriter will be looking at your training, your practice experience, and what specific procedures you'll be doing as they determine how best to rate your policy. For example, if you are an ophthalmologist who would normally fall into that lowest tier premium category, but if you're doing blepharoplasties or other ocular or facial surgical procedures, then you'll get bumped up to a higher category to account for that increased risk. Similarly, if you're a dermatologist doing Mohs surgery, you are going to be paying more than your non-surgical peers. For this reason, it's important that you consult with your malpractice agent as you consider adding or removing procedures from your practice, since it could affect your rate and change the amount of premium that you have to pay. The two key drivers of a doctor's malpractice insurance price are their specialty and their location. You could be an OBGYN practicing in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and you'd be paying significantly less for your insurance than you would if you were an OBGYN in Chicago, Illinois. Likewise, you could be a psychiatrist practicing in West Palm Beach, Florida, but you'd be paying much more than you would if you were a psychiatrist in Des Moines, Iowa. So, which doctors have the highest malpractice premiums? the highest risk specialties practicing in the highest rated areas, and which doctors have the lowest malpractice premiums, the lowest risk specialties practicing in the lowest rated areas.
We have a few previous episodes that you may find helpful as you continue to understand how malpractice insurance rates work. If you're listening to us here on podcast, go back and check out episode two, which is how malpractice premiums are calculated or episode 19, which is understanding medical specialty ratings and episode 26, which is malpractice rates and trends by state. For those of you here on YouTube, we'll link those videos here on the screen and we'll also put them in the show notes. If you're interested in getting quotes for your individual malpractice coverage, or if you have questions on procedures and how that might affect your rating, we're here to help. Click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us via phone, email, or chat today. And if you're listening, please visit us online at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. We have some great episodes lined up for you in the next few weeks. Be sure to stick with us to follow along. And if you haven't done so already, could you do me a favor and give us a like and leave a review? Your feedback and support help us to reach way more people. And we're so grateful for your clicks and your kind words. Well, that's it for today. Please be sure to subscribe to our show so that you can catch our next installment of Malpractice Insights, where we're dedicated to helping you understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.